Welcome to the Wayne Sidebar, a place where you can get current events, daily events, inspiration, and sometimes just me ranting. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's go get it. Good morning. What's up? It is Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019, and welcome to Dwayne Sidebar. Hope you're doing well. Hope you've uh, had a great start of your week Monday. Uh, mine was pretty good, not too bad. Um, had a great productive productive day at work. Um, we're required to have at least three new potential candidates, uh, you know, entered into process. Uh, yesterday I had four, so got a little groove going but it's funny because i think I, I can attribute it to not being there friday so some of the folks i could have probably knocked out friday got carried over hey but we ain't gonna tell nobody we're just gonna rock with it right got me some coffee this morning so i can keep from yarning so much but uh yeah we in here um uh got up this morning went to the gym as per usual um, today is the, you know, today is Tuesday. So, you know, it's the bar, um, the bar podcast, um, you know, so every Tuesday, favorite podcast, make sure you check that out. Got a great guest, man. So today, uh, we have John Sampson, um, and John, if you don't know, John is a former, well, he's a pastor, but he used to be a prosperity pastor and, um, so y'all know that resonate with me because I came out of that movement. Um, and, you know, John tells his testimony of how, you know, he heard R.C. preach uh, and, you know, how that shocked him. And then how he had a, there was a Q&A and he killed the whole, uh, you know, um, um, predestined and, and um, you know, uh, election like he just explained it in a great way that uh that that john just couldn't deny went back and studied and uh i mean you know he, he was good friends with andrew walmack was on tbn um you know uh so he was in the circles a lot of circles that i was a part of um, not hardcore i was no pastor or nothing but i got to meet a lot of, of those guys like uh benny hen and eddie long and those guys um, Dr. Miles Monroe, uh, Mike Murdoch, uh, met a bunch of those guys. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, he was in that mix, man. And so, uh, once he got the, the, you know, understanding of, you know, uh, good biblical teaching, he studied it. And then he said, he turned around and like presented it to his church, which is bold. Cause I got a lot of friends that um some of them i'm sad to say i probably had a part in them going into uh the new apostolic uh reformation or prosperity gospel uh when i was in it and now they're like leading flock and um you know they you know they uh they 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 understand i know they know the truth god word speaks to you um but it's just hard because they got so many people and so John talks about how he did it, how not to do it. So hopefully maybe one of those guys will listen and it'll be a blessing to them as well. So anyway, um, yeah, that that whole idea, prosperity, gospel, word of faith. Um, I jumped in head first, you know, head first, feet first. 
because uh, I grew up traditional, well not traditional, I mean I guess it's pretty traditional, missionary Baptist, uh, very conservative, you know, uh, we did, they did shout, we were the first uh, Baptist church that had drums in our, in our area, um, and that's because the deacons had a quartet group, um, they had the coolest name ever, uh, the quartet group was called the, the Jerusalem, the Jerusalem Travelers. That was the name of their quartet group. Dope. That was a dope name. Um, and uh, and yeah, so they had a quartet group. And so, you know, they had drums. So they brought drums in. And uh, we and we one of the first Baptist churches to have drums in our area. Um, and many people followed afterward. Um, but so I had, that was my background. Very, you know, uh, I guess you could say traditional. And then when I moved to South Carolina, you know, got exposed to uh, the great... Uh, Redemption World Outreach Center with uh, Ron Carpenter. Uh, at the time, they were calling him Apostle Ron Carpenter. Um, and so I got, it was like a whole new world of stuff. Um, and so I got sucked in. I mean, just, <laughs> just to be real, I got sucked in. I got allured by the lights. <laughs> no, it was, I mean, because so I wanted, I wanted the things of God. I wanted to. Uh, really, you know, grow in my walk and my in my, you know, spirituality, and so, and now this just hit me, you know. I even though I was traditional, you know, missionary Baptist, we were still very superstitious, and superstition and word of faith go hand in hand, um, because you know you didn't you didn't want to say certain things, you didn't want to do certain things uh, with fear of like instant. Uh, repercussions um and so word of faith is the same way like uh you know they you know tell you to speak positive you know um they say you don't tell nobody you love them to death but you know love them to life or you know instead i'm getting sick of catching a healing or you know i don't have sick days i got well days you know they're, they're uh, really jumping hardcore on the tongue uh being powerful which scripture does say that but there was a really good video um, of Justin uh, Peterson. I mean, Justin Peterson, I'm sorry. A good friend of mine, man. I, I, I don't mind bragging about my friendship with Justin and that we text. That's my buddy. But Justin and his pastor on YouTube, uh, thinking it's called Carnal Warfare. And they break down that whole um, just, just kind of talking through. You know, the whole like speaking into existence and uh, name it, claim it type stuff. You know, Justin has hours of material talking about that. But, you know, for me, it was appealing. You know, it was appealing. And I was seeing like, you know, in the beginning, like I was seeing stuff like I, I'm not seeing stuff, but like I was decreeing, declaring, you know, pro proclaiming and certain things will happen in my favor. Uh, and so you, you, all you, all you need is something to just go your way and know you reeled in, you know, um, <laughs> I remember, um, I'm thinking, what was it? It might've been a job, a job opportunity. And, you know, I was decreeing and declaring and, and, uh, telling God what to do about this job and turn the hearts of the managers. And, but I ended up getting the job. Um, and man, you, that, I was like, oh yeah, this is this stuff works. <laughs> you know, that was my mindset. Um, so yeah. 
it pulled me in hardcore um and i don't know so it, the, the church is huge fifteen thousand members um but out of fifteen thousand members it's probably about maybe 60 people that actually like worked at the church um or actually were and i'll say about a hundred that were actually active out of the fifteen thousand, and i learned that quickly because um you know i played the drums in the bit baptist church growing up and then you know i realized when i got to redemption i was like yeah this isn't that uh that Baptist jam I used to do the old one two in the pocket, you know. Mm, 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 mm. It wasn't any of that, man. These dudes were playing the tracks, and it was amazing. Um, big shout out to my homie D Johnson. That's actually where we met. Um, but so I realized, like, yeah, I probably won't be able to play the drums here. Um, but shoot, you know, them percussion, they look pretty, you know, you know, you're not, you're not carrying the weight of everybody. You kind of like a filler. So I I started, you know, uh, learning the percussion first. That's, that's a funny story. Uh, learned the percussion. I was working at a school and one of the guys at the school played percussion. Um, he was one of the guys I love hanging out with anyway. Um, and so we would go to the music room they had some congos and he would teach me you know rhythms on the congos and how to feel and how to you know and we would always you know hook up and he would teach me teach me and got to the point man where you know i was in the band i made the band um the guy that was the the main percussion guy um his name was david uh he moved and so boom i was in there you know with the shakers and uh, we was rocking and rolling, but uh, not only that, because actually that's that's how I met a lot of those well-named pastors. Because you, you get to get, see those guys on stage, be on the stage with them, you know, um, Idris, and um, I mean, just so many people I can name that uh, I was able to, you know, actually meet and see uh, in person. Um, and then not only that, I also. Um, my wife was teaching dance at this church and they had a kids creative team and so they needed somebody to direct the kids choir yeah i directed the kids choir also while i was there um which is just outside of my my thing but my wife needed it so i just like you know i could do it i grew up you know in church with music and choirs i know music i know harmony i know vocals pretty good um why not and i did it and we had fun had a good time so i did that and and it's not it there's more um at the time um they needed a uh, middle school pastor um well middle school minister um, they didn't have a full-time position, which praise God for that. Now, golly, I'll be in trouble, but they had, uh, they needed somebody to preach to the boys, teach to the boys on Wednesday and then preach twice on Sunday to all the kids. And I was doing that too. <laughs> I was doing that too. When I wasn't, you know, I actually finally got to rotate with, with the band so when I didn't have to play, I was preaching in middle school and um, uh, teaching the boys on, on Wednesday 
and directing the kids choir and and cool i mean at the time cool thing about it i was getting paid like i was literally clocking in you know like boop you know for this time and then run around and boop clock in for that one and then clock in for this one and um yeah, I was, I was, we was, that's what I was doing. I was, I was in hardcore in nose deep in, um, and you know, while being in, you know, especially with the preaching side, um, because I, I did, I know it now. I didn't know it then I was actually, uh, preach cause I wouldn't, you know, I, I, I couldn't think of topics every week. So I was like, man, I'm just going to you know, preach through a, a, a book in the Bible, you know, and that's what we literally did. We walked through different books and, and, and it wasn't terrible. I mean, you know, God used it. Um, I hope some kind of way <laughs> because I wasn't like, you know, naming, claiming, you know, decreeing, declaring, I was just preaching the story, whatever the story. Cause we, we were mainly in the old Testament, like the story of David, you know, from, you know, Samuel and all of those books. And I would just kind of, uh, talk about the story in the passage and how the kids could apply it, you know. So yeah, I mean, that seems pretty sound to me. But who, who do I, what do I know? But yeah, I was hardcore in um, speaking in tongues, laying on hands. I mean, just all of that stuff. Um, and I also, you know, as I kept kept trying to grow and wanting to be closer to God. Um, uh, connected with a couple out of uh, out of Dallas, Texas. Um, well, actually, at the time they were in Ohio. Yeah. So you know, I drove me and my wife drove up to Ohio to a conference, and you know, it was a quote unquote dance conference. Um, but you know, they had like breakout sessions for preachers and things like that. And so I went to one of the men's section sessions. And then they started prophesying to me, and you know, you're gonna, you got a great anointing, and there's gonna be this and that, you know, and all that stuff's intriguing because you know I haven't experienced that firsthand prophecy, or what they call prophecy. Um, and then all it takes, all it takes, is for them to be accurate about something. Uh, and like the one guy was like, "You got a son." And God wants you to know that your son is going to be a mighty man of God. He's not going to go through what you went through and blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow, you know, at the time, wow. How you know I got a son? You know, how you know that's one of the things I pray about, that my son doesn't go through what I go through, have a better life. And, yeah, I was sucked in even deeper, (laughs) Uh, not knowing like what I know now, like as if he overheard a conversation or, or even this. So I, I always use this as a reference, um, uh, after the fact when I was in, I, I didn't recognize it, but so, and not to say that this is like legit real, but hey, it's what I use. It could be, um, there's a movie called, I think it's the right. Um, it's talking about exorcism. Uh, like the movies about exorcism and so before there was a priest and a priest in training and I think the priest played by a famous actor the Hannibal guy so before they go up to where the the uh, I guess the possessed girl is the uh, the priest put he was like hey wait 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 he put a one dollar bill 
American dollar bill in a black plastic bag. Put it in before they went upstairs. They go upstairs. They're talking to the to the demon possessed girl, and then he's like, "Hey, what's what's in the bag? Tell me what's in the bag." You know, they beating around like, "Tell me what's in the bag," and then um, the quote unquote demon says, "Un dollar de americana." <laughs> Which you know means the American dollar, and so that you know when I saw that, a light bulb went off because uh, you know people can be accurate um, saying stuff to you, but that don't mean it's the Holy Spirit um, because you know uh, demons have access to other dimensions. I know I'm getting weird, y'all. I, I apologize, but I'm just I'm just giving you you know kind of the, the 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 backstory. So you know that's something I I kind of kind of was like oh you could be you could say stuff accurate but that don't mean that god told you to say it or the holy spirit said it or whatever that don't mean nothing just because you can tell me you know this and that and then i experienced uh this is kind of a side note i went to see uh manessa jordan which manessa jordan is the son of the the prophet that had the he had dreadlocks at the beginning and now he's bald-headed um had like the the call center and all that this is his son and so before so okay let me let me get to your real time go to the service and then he calls out he's like is there a Dwayne in the audience uh this isn't a this isn't a regular uh, ordinary Dwayne he spells his name different uh d-a-w-a-i-n <laughs> and so everybody's like oh my god oh my god and so I kind of got a smirk because this is actually like, I guess, a turning point when I'm starting to come out. Cause, because before um, before getting to the church, I uh, tweeted about going to the service and I tagged him. I was going to see Manessa, you know, excited, can't wait, blah, blah, blah. Can't wait to hear what God says. So this joker, all he did was just read my, <laughs> read my tweet and remember how to spell my name and and he called me up there and everybody was all excited and he was saying this and saying that and uh, i got back to my seat my wife was like what's wrong you know that was so awesome i was like man no it's like i tweeted that i was coming that's how i knew i was coming that's it that's how i knew <laughs> like like yeah that's that's so wild but anyway so I, you know what i'm gonna stop this story i'm gonna finish it tomorrow Nah, can I, should I do that? No, okay, I just speed it up Because I did take a long time And I gotta get ready because this is a little later than normal So, met a couple in uh, Ohio They exposed me to prophecy And to the new apostolic reformation um, And pretty much studied under them um, And became, uh, according to them After passing my test and preaching and all of that uh, I was ordained as an apostle or released as an apostle, as they like to say. And I was like, you know, I never, it never sat right with me. Um, as even though I studied, you know, try to study it and read all the books about it, you know, um, and I, I mean, I try to really convince myself, never sat right. Um, um, and so speed up to when I, uh, you know, connected with my team, the bar, uh, be not deceived team, one of the original uh, teams, the, the place that the bar came out of, um, the be not deceived team. You can find be not deceived on Facebook, BND 2012. Uh, just search that, or you know, Facebook.com/slash BND 2012, or just search be not deceived. 
So out of the Be Not Deceived team, which something that was there the whole time, I just left it out of the story. Um, we uh, started, you know, uh, one of my partners started looking into, you know, the uh, Doctors of Grace. We connected with Virgil Walker. Um, by then, I had already dropped the title. Uh, Virgil was hardcore uh, reformed, and and so it made me dive even deeper, uh, and to the point where. Uh, I was able to connect with a uh, Presbyterian pastor, do some Bible studies, and find podcasts, be inspired, start the bar, start all those podcasts, uh, and connect with people. And then that's how you got uh, Dwayne Sidebar today. So that was a quick second half. Maybe I'll slow that part down to give you some more details later. But we got to get out of here, man. Y'all have a great day. Enjoy your work, whatever it is. Do it for the glory of God. Till next time, God bless, and I'm out.